It's time for Talking Michigan Transportation, a podcast devoted to the conversations with people at the forefront of the ongoing mobility revolution. In the state that put the world on wheels, here's your host, MDOT Communications Director, Jeff Cranson. Hi, and welcome to another edition of the Talking Michigan Transportation podcast. Today, I'm pleased to be speaking with Ron Jackson, who is the maintenance coordinator at the Taylor Transportation Service Center for MDOT, supervising the maintenance activities on some of the state's busiest freeways in Metro Detroit. I I wanted to have Ron on especially because of of the challenges that uh, his workforce is facing given the COVID-19 outbreak and the need to keep the roads maintained as safely as possible and keep them clear for the other essential workers who have to get to their jobs, either in the healthcare industry or as first responders or truck drivers or people stocking the grocery shelves or or checking us out at the grocery store. And Ron was kind enough to uh, participate in a feature that we launched on our MDOT social media feeds last week called Selfies from the Field, where he was out on on a freeway where uh, a guardrail had been badly damaged by a crash. And he talked about you know, why that needed to, to be fixed right away and why that presents a danger. And after that, I'm going to be talking with Courtney Bates, who works in the MDOT Office of Communications and has had a significant hand in this year's National Work Zone Safety Awareness Campaign, that which is to be hosted in Michigan, but couldn't be uh, because of the COVID-19 outbreak. And they had to do some quick thinking on the fly to still have a campaign without an actual event to kick it off. And, and Courtney was very instrumental in the creative thinking that went into that. But first, we're going to be talking with, with Ron. So Thanks for taking time to do this today. Um, we value your work more than ever now um, during these times and keeping the roads clear so that people that have to get to their jobs can do so. Uh, you did what I thought was a very compelling video you provided to us last week to talk about the importance of the maintenance work and what you do. Can you just kind of expand on that and why you think it's so important? Well, we have so many different um, projects that have gone on in the field that um, some people look at it as far as just an everyday job, but these projects are so important for us to go out and make sure that we are taking care of it for the safety of our uh, public, motors public, you know, so make sure they're safe and our roadways are safe and everything else around that they can get back home safe and sound. Well, you talked in that, you know, video, in, in that in particular, you found a badly damaged guardrail and uh, had to go out and inspect it yourself so that your crews could could make the repairs on it. Um, just just talk a little bit about why that, because somebody might think, well, is that really essential that a guardrail be repaired? Oh, definitely. It's very important to get that guardrail repaired. Um, if someone else would hit that guardrail, um, it could cause more damage. When a guardrail is installed, they're installed to receive a hit and uh, take a, take the impact of a hit. So if the beginning of the guardrail is damaged and it get hit again, it doesn't serve the same purpose of the safety of the next vehicle that hit it. So I make sure I go out and write them up and get them done. Uh, try to get them done within the, within 14 days to go out and get it repaired um, so, um, so we can get it done as quick as possible for the safety of the uh, public. And what else is involved in, in maintenance and your job coordinating maintenance on some of the state's, you know, busiest freeways in Metro Detroit, besides, obviously, looking at things like guardrails? Uh, we go out, for example, a fence. Uh, we do a lot of fence repairs, uh, especially the fence along the bike path. Uh, right now, with everyone with the staying home, 
um, enforcement. A lot of people are using the bike path along I-275. And there's quite a few accidents along I-275 that vehicles are riding off and damaging the fence and the fences are, are laying on the bike path. So we make sure we go out and fix that. Um, large potholes. Uh, people are driving and they hit a pothole and they can lose control of the vehicle and, and uh, cause an accident. Uh, we have with the, the high winds that we have now, I've received two or three phone calls just within the last two weeks of trees that has fallen across the bike path and along the freeways and roadways. Um, and we have to go out and make sure we remove the trees and uh, make sure everything is safe. So that's a really good point that uh, you know I wouldn't have thought of, but since since people are being encouraged to get out and, and still get their exercise, obviously at a safe distance, uh, that path is more important than ever right now. And when you talk about that section of 275, I know a lot of 275 is supposed to be rebuilt under the governor's Rebuilding Michigan plan, and you probably can't see it soon enough given the condition of that road. Oh, yes. I cannot wait. That uh, has been uh, spent a lot of extra money on that road, patching it and um, repatching it and doing projects out there, concrete patch asphalt patch, HMA. So that's going to be a great, great project we're going to, uh, MDOT is going to do real soon here. Yeah, so um, you take a lot of pride in your work, obviously, and, and that's, yes. that's, that's great. Talk about why that is. What is it that gives you the satisfaction? Oh, man, I love my job. And someone asks me where I work, I, I would tell them I work for the state of Michigan. They look at me like, wow, state of Michigan. I said, no, I love my job. I love being out in the... Uh, on the roadways, uh, making sure people are safe. Uh, I, you know, my own family, making sure my, I think about my family, right? What would I want my family? How do I want my family to be safe? And I extend that to all my family. That's me and everyone within the state of Michigan is to me as my family. When it comes to riding on the roadways, uh, I have to make sure everything is safe. Uh, it's so funny. My wife and I be riding around in my, our personal vehicle. And I can see something, and I will say something. She said, will you please stop? <laughs> I said, I can't. You know, I'm on the clock when I'm not even on the clock. Uh, I see guardrail damages or look at bridges or fence or pothole, and I'll, you know, when we get to our destination, I'll text or email someone to make sure it's taken care of the next day. So uh, it's like an ongoing thing with me at first, uh, being a transportation maintenance coordinator. It's like it's a 24-hour job. Um, I'm also on call. I get phone calls at 3, 2 o'clock in the morning, different accidents and things like that on expressways. And uh, to make sure I, I take pride in my job to go out and make sure everything is done. Well, it's because of people like you that we launched this feature, you know, last week to recognize the the vital work that you guys are doing, that you have to be out there in the field when, uh, you know, when a lot of people are able to work at home, obviously. Right. And, you know, we greatly appreciate it, those of us that, that use the roads, and certainly first responders and people working in grocery stores and, and truckers and, you know, all kinds of people, people that drive buses, appreciate having a safe transportation network and, and what you're doing. Is it particularly challenging now? I mean, do you, do you find, do you wrestle with that a little bit, like feeling like, gosh, I got to get out there and work knowing that a lot of people are staying home? Um, at, at, at first you did. But not, not now, because uh, I look at it, be honest, I'm going to be honest with you, working on the side of the road now is actually safer. It's less vehicles uh, on the side of the, you know, traveling up and down our freeways and roadways. Um, it's kind of scary. Sometimes you sit on the side of the road, it's only 12, 12 feet between you and uh, when you sit on the shoulder between you and the motor's 
people ride past you and, and going very at very high rates of speed. I can't tell you how many times where I really thought I was going to get hit. Uh, cars were within a foot of me because they came onto the shoulder. So with less vehicles being out on the roadway, um, it's actually safer. Well, that, um, that really but, sets up nicely the other thing I wanted to talk about because this is National Work Zone Safety Awareness Week. And uh, those of you, I mean, that's geared, obviously, toward a lot of the people that are doing the contract work in the field, but it certainly applies to you and your your fellows yeah. and what you guys do. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it, I talked to the state police officer once. Uh, he told me for every 10 cars pass by you, uh, maybe only three of them saw you sitting on the side of the road. And, and when you told me that, I was like, wow, it, you know, that's, that's amazing. You know, either they're not paying attention on the phone or listen to music or intoxicated on drugs or whatever. So the most important thing is for us to see them, to make sure we put ourselves in a situation where we're safe. Um, not only a trans, I'm a, the transportation maintenance coordinator, I'm also the Metro Region Safety Officer. So when I do my training to new employees, I tell them to make sure that they are aware of their surroundings, to make sure they're safe. Don't ever think that you are 100% safe sitting on the side of the road so watch the way you park your vehicle, uh, where you park your vehicle. Then um, you're walking on the shoulders. Can you walk behind the guardrail versus walking on the shoulders? So all these things are so important to make sure we go the extra mile that all our employees, 100% of our employees, uh, that come to work every day make it back home safe and sound to their family. So that's a challenge for you because you get these these young people, men and women, who feel like you know they're invincible and nothing's ever going to happen to them, and you have to keep reminding them that, you're doing a dangerous job, and you've got to you've got to be careful. So how do you how do you make that fresh every day? Um, I stop by a lot of job sites. Uh, like I said, once new employees come in, I, I, the safety team, uh, the Metro Region Safety Team that does we do a, they do an awesome job. I have a whole team that's with me. We go when the new employees come in, we sit down, we uh, have a conversation with them, and throughout the summer, I'll go to job sites and I'll sneak, you know pop in on job site and I'll talk to them. And, if I see someone doing something wrong, I pull over and I tell them, "Why don't you have your right glasses on, or do you have the right vest on?" And I'll ask them, "Why are you standing so close to the side of the road?" And they'll say, "Well, it's only going to take a minute to do it." Well, you're only going to take a minute to do this job. You only can take a second to lose your life. So, um, do you want to take a minute to do this job, or you want to see your family see you for the rest, you know, for many, many years to come? So, it's not, it's bad to say. Sometimes you have to put things out there really raw for young our young people to understand um, how important it is not to be texting and driving and um, to understand what's around you and you know, to be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it's the same thing that we face and that the Office of Highway Safety Planning faces trying to come up with messages that you know will resonate and get through to younger people especially. Yes. Um, well, I guess I'm thinking, you know, long term, uh, we're going to get back to normal at some point, and you know things are going to are going to return to normal, and that traffic is is going to be back. Um, I, you know, I just want to say thank you for doing what you do. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, I really thank appreciate you. you participating in our in our project. I have to tell you that your submission was uh, was one of my favorites, and uh, okay. and we're going to include it in the show notes with this podcast too. So, Ron, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Take care. Okay, as promised for the second portion today, we're going to pick up where we left off with Ron Jackson talking about work zone safety. And I'm pleased to have Courtney Bates, who works in the Office of Communications at MDOT and was deeply involved in planning a campaign 
that had to change on the fly like so many things because of the COVID-19 outbreak. But work zone safety is something that she's uh, put a lot of time into and become our liaison for the communications office involved in all kinds of communications efforts about work zone safety. And, uh, and we had a pretty good plan this year that had to be greatly revised, I guess, is the kindest way to put it. So, Courtney, talk about it a little bit and, and why work zone safety has become an interest of yours. Sure. Thanks, Jeff. So I, I've been working with uh, traffic and safety and work zone safety for a few years now, and it's an important event for all of us, especially all of our workers at MDOT, and just protecting people. Let's talk about <laughs> this year's poster. The theme was We Can Do It, um, and it was a, a, a send-up on Rosie the Riveter to, to honor that that slogan that came out of World War II when the Willow Run... Okay auto factory was converted into a a bomber plant, literally the arsenal of democracy for the United States in World War II. And that Rosie the Riveter legend that grew out of there inspired our poster. And you've got a couple of people, um, you know, posing in, in that, in that look from, from that era. And, you know, how did that come to be? Well, when we found out that we would be hosting the event in Michigan, we started looking around for places that we thought would be big enough to hold an event um, large enough for what we were thinking, like a thousand people. And we came across uh, Willow Run, and we liked the the theme and the idea that you know we could do safe work zones for all, that we're protecting our workers and our road users, everybody that uses the road, because we know that more people are killed as the passenger or a driver or another type of road user more often than our workers are. So we want to protect all of them. To go to that point, we thought it was good that we would show the strength of our construction workforce, and we really just enjoyed the idea of Willow Run and tying the poster back to the iconic Willow Run, Rosie the Riveter poster with our, you know, construction workers and engineers showing you know strength and power and things of those nature and it's a and it's a wonderful poster it's a great theme a uh, very talented graphic artist at MDOT Brian Whitfield created it and uh, you know the the downside obviously is that we didn't get to have an event at the Willow Run facility the American Center for Mobility now with the governor but Lamar Advertising, an outdoor advertising firm, donated several billboards uh, that feature that poster, so people are seeing at least that around the state, and that's probably helping both with awareness and to, to recognize the importance of it. Yeah, that's correct, and, and to to go back, just to give a little bit of props to our, our models, you know, Rob Pearson and Maria Haba from our Passenger Transportation Division served as our um, models for this, and I think they did an outstanding job. They've gotten a lot of great compliments on it, and it's been nice, although we haven't been able to hold the event. Um, we've been getting a lot of positive feedback on the poster so far, and it's just a little bit, it's different than what has been done in years past um, with, you know, a normal construction zone, which just gave it a little bit of a, a pop, and it tied it back to, like you said, the ACM, and where we focus on testing and validation and connected and automotive, automated vehicles and other technologies. So um, it's just a, an all-around really neat poster and basically that we can we can all do our part and we can do it to you know have safe work zones for everyone that drives through it well this also has added resonance in michigan this year because um after 
several years, I think, without a a worker death. We had two in a relatively short amount of time in 2019, two different uh, people um, working for contract agencies that were killed, and and we also had uh, an MDOT employee, uh, maintenance worker, killed on the roadside. So um, all those things kind of came close together. Absolutely. Um, our preliminary numbers are 17 uh, work zone fatal crashes this year, and uh, three of those being um, our own employ- and our own employees. And when I say that, I mean our contractors and our own MDOT employee. So, I mean, three is just still too many. We in 17 is too many. We just want to get that n- number down to zero, which is always part of our achieve zero deaths on our road goal. Um, the TZD, the towards zero dust. So that's really important in slowing down, you know, driving safely, putting down the devices, things of those natures, can, you know, can help provide safer work zones for everybody that's driving through or working in them. And I uh, will include in the show notes uh, a link to the previous podcast with Lindsay Renner from MDAT talking specifically about work zone safety and what, uh, what, her area does on that front it was recorded shortly after those those crashes so well thanks courtney this this was good i think it's helpful and uh, i'm really sorry that we didn't get to have the event and do all the things that you had planned for but uh, there's lots of things that aren't happening that we thought would by now for obvious reasons yeah it's definitely disappointing not to have the event but the interesting and good news is is that we're going to get another uh, go at it next year so hopefully we'll have a a good campaign again next year that michigan will be hosting and for the national kickoff and maybe it'll be just as good as this one thanks again for listening to this week's edition of talking michigan transportation and i want to give a special thanks to Corey pd who uh, does the sound engineering for the podcast and to sarah martin uh, of MDOT, who does the show's intro and closing. That's a wrap for this edition of Talking Michigan Transportation. Check out show notes and more on SoundCloud or by subscribing on Apple Podcasts.